<laughs> Be my cam girl tonight. Let's uh, let's see your balloon knot. And welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you're on the live stream watching us on YouTube right now, hello, YouTubes. It's the Too Much Time on Our Hands team. It's the awesome foursome. We haven't been in the fuck bunker for quite some time because, of course, lockdown restrictions are still in place. So we are coming at you remotely in more ways than one. It's the awesome foursome as ever. I'm not going to point, but I'm going to explain who everyone is. The guy that looks like the lead singer of Tapau is Dan. Dan, say hello. Hello. The guy down there, the professor with the microphone, just bobbing in from the bottom of his screen. That's Russ. <laughs> yeah, your, your screen's not laid out the same as what everyone's seeing on YouTube, so I'm actually in the top right. Okay, so in the top right, whichever way, that's Russ. Mm-hmm. And then below me, but somewhere else, is Duncan. Hello, Duncan. Good evening. Hello. Hello, hello. So we are going to be doing a very, very special and very dear to our heart format. It's not Dan's favorite, sadly. It's not the news, but it is searching questions. One of our very, very favorites. Now, the best way to define a searching question, I think Dan put it best when he said, if you watched a film or a TV show or you played a video game or you read a book and there was a random little kind of headworm that you just couldn't shake, a little question that you just couldn't shake, like which of the Fellowship of the Ring would be the most sensitive lover, or how do Transformers procreate? That's a searching question. So with no further ado, if you get your questions in, you can get them in on the live chat. We've got some in from fans already. That's right, fans Fans. already. (laughs) (laughs) Got them in from people who've watched it before. uh, They might be drunk. And... uh, I know that we've also got some of our own prepared as well, but I'm going to hand over with no further ado to the man, Dan. Right. Don't wish too hard your dreams are China in your hand. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Uh, so, <laughs> um, where do we want to start then? Do we just want to start with a searching question? Do I need to actually explain any more? I think you've explained it all now well enough. I think, I think I've covered it off perfectly, Dan. I mean, I we, we, did, oh, this, was, up, this, was the, this was the prearranged intro. We've been through it about four times. Oh, God. I'm, I'm just, I just like to go off script, so I'm sorry. Right. Maybe just to reiterate that when we decide the answer to something, that does become fact in law and just in the universe in general. And so, it might even appear on Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I just actually, don't know. I think we should clarify it should. If you are the admin or just someone who contributes well, we're, we're a credible source to to reference absolutely you'd have one of those little numbers in the square brackets on wikipedia could be linked to some shit that duncan said it's three like minutes 57 seconds in there we go definitely tmtoh yep. yeah but it's like when everyone was in the so solid crew when you just like the list was, <laughs> was like just anyone anyone could think of basically was in the so solid crew you know i wouldn't trust wikipedia not a credible source <laughs> Whoa. Not like us. Yep. Not like us. I just, just not like yeah, no, definitely. We are right. more credible than Wikipedia. Fact, right. and that will feature on Wikipedia. So, what's our first question that needs? Let's do this. Then. This forever? is from James Russell. Hello, um, James. Thanks for your question. We're kicking off with a big one. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, if you could swap a Mitchell brother into any film franchise, then which one and for which character in that franchise? For example, <laughs> Phil Mitchell replacing Mr. Miyagi in the Karate Kid films. 
<laughs> Remind me who the other Mitchell brother is. Grant is. Mitchell, Super Army Soldier. Grant. Yeah. Super Army Soldier. Yeah. Phil Mitchell's the one that it looks like a potato that's been dragged out of the tent. <laughs> yeah. Phil Mitchell's played the by... guy I would look like if I shaved my head. But yeah. <laughs> played played by the immortal Steve McFadden, obviously, if we all know her. Phil Mitchell's the meme. That's what you really need to know. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Ross Kemp, who is plays uh Grant Mitchell. Mm. You know, he does all his gangs and he does his lots of Stuff on well now it's probably on Channel Five, isn't it? Yeah, probably. I mean, look, you don't you don't think he has guns the size of his? Like, if he's just going to be like you know in a pub somewhere, he's got to be out. Is he is he actually hench as the uh, as the youth are saying, or is yeah. he like is he just sort of a slightly overweight guy that wears a very tight t shirt and it's all like old more like me, like me? I can. I can <laughs> I can, I, do you know what? I can never work that out. I can never decide whether this guy is like actually a proper like meatball head or whether he is just like he's just like me, but wearing a baby gap t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, also I bear a sort of a slight passing resemblance to probably but, to like Phil. A, a combination of both. Of of like, if I take this off, he's got sort of head muscle, hasn't he? Like he's got a very <laughs> muscular forehead. Yeah, but I don't know if he's got really got it in any sort of useful areas. Do, do, all right. do people all right, know? Do people know who who Phil Mitchell is outside of uh, Cold War Steve now, though? That's what I want to know. No, <laughs> probably not. I That's... think Cold War Steve has taken over. Yeah. I can find a picture of him. Um, okay. All right. As we're talking about Phil Mitchell, I would swap Thanos out for <laughs> Phil Mitchell because it would be... <laughs> It's this guy. Much more pr- appropriate. Oh. Here we go. I think oh. Phil Mitchell... You can't see it, but people at home can. People oh, nice. at home. Cool. That's really good. I love. I love how this works with you the live like, You we... guys can all see him. We can't. I love that we all looked like in other yeah. directions. Like, where, where is he? <laughs> yeah, there is a mystery Phil Mitchell behind all of we're you like, right now. We're like the sign language people who stop every now and then to look, mm. aren't we? <laughs> I love. I love those guys when like there's not really much happening and they sort of just oh, I'm just gonna have a little watch actually. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so, so I, what... I really love the idea of Thanos. <laughs> 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 Do we know those? So, anyway, I, f- I fear in a, a too much time on our hands absolute first that we're getting slightly sidetracked. <laughs> no. Oh, we need to introduce this muscular potato into a film, don't we? Yes. That's what well, Dun- I think, I think yeah. Duncan's I've just done, done it. Thanos into the like Infinity oh, War side. Do you know what it was? I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm too busy gazing at least 45 pictures of Phil Mitchell on the screen. <laughs> uh, if you are watching at home and you do have the too much time on our hands bingo card, uh, if you have Russ ignoring Duncan, you can struck <laughs> that one off now. Just, there is... we go, done. Tom ignoring Duncan and Dun- Daniel ignoring Duncan are still very much up <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, we were listening now. intently. So yeah. what would... I mean, basically put a purple filter on that and that is Thanos, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um... One of Emma's former wor- work colleagues has married a guy called Thanos. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Every, I, I, wonder every, every every I wonder if that's a baby name that's gone up or down in popularity of late. <laughs> like, is that just, right? I, I just found a picture of Phil Mitchell wielding the Infinity Gauntlet as well. That is better than there being a picture of your grandma with a wee, though. That is That was like my, my personal favourite one last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eleni is married to Thanos. He's Greek. So if you don't know these people, <laughs> these are evidently some of Duncan's friends. Um, so anyone, anyone... Emma's had lunch with Thanos. She's just reporting. <laughs> if, you're very playing, cool. if you're playing too much time on our hands, bingo at home. 
you have Duncan introduces random <laughs> friends or family into the proceedings, feel free to cross that one off too. <laughs> there we go. Someone's going to be shouting house at some point. In the next In two, about two, five three. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would Phil Mitchell be hoping to achieve as Thanos, though? Like, Thanos wanted to control the population of the universe, didn't he? To, uh, for, for whatever reason he does in those films. But um, he, just want, he just wants to keep Riff Raff out of the Queen Vic. Yeah, mm. it works. So do you Queen think Vic. that's it? He'd want to he'd want to eliminate fifty percent of the Riff Raff. Yeah. So he'd want to. Which, which do you think he'd want to be getting rid of? The I think he would just want to preserve out. Mm, yeah, only fifty percent of it. <laughs> I would. I would very much like to see Phil Mitchell in the role of the ballet teacher and Billy Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah getting overly disappointed you know how steve mcfadden like that's the actor's name by the way me and steve you know we, we're quite good friends um he just <laughs> that's goes, the actor's name don't yeah. you know he, he's an actor anything, whenever anything frustrating happens he just goes <sighs> and makes that noise <clears throat> like that. so every time billy fell over brained himself on the bar or something like that <laughs> there would just be a loud <clears throat> and obviously followed up by surely hmm yeah. So, so he, so would he be, be, would he be Phil Mitchell as the acting teacher, or would he be trying? No, he, to he, he would be Stephen McFadden as Phil Mitchell mm. as the ballet yes. teacher. Okay. Yes. I because see. Then, because then, Ross kept. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Because then, because then, in it works in Pulp Fiction if you replace Marcellus Wallace with <laughs> Phil Mitchell. <laughs> You're going down in the fall. <laughs> open the, the other, the other Mitchell brother could be the gimp. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but you, Phil well, no, Mitchell, actually, Ross Kemp could be Bruce Willis. There you go. Same person. He's got no hair. Yeah. Um, so they open the briefcase, and in it is just like a pint of Carling, just like like the, no, the no, gold shining be, up. Yeah. No, it'll be the bust of the Queen Vic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It can be Carling. In the you never order a branded drink in in the Queen Vic. You just say a, oh, a pint, and they never say of what, of what? you useless bastard. I um I th- I think it would be particularly funny seeing Phil Mitchell behind the bar, and the usual EastEnders bust up happens, right? And then this giant hand <laughs> like slams down on the bar and goes, "You're barred!" Like this giant, <laughs> just, just, just giant hand just pointing to the door. You're a bard. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. The Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or it could just be a sort of a, a Queen Vic-shaped glove of some mm. description, and it just has the sort of jewels set into her eyes, nostrils, ear holes, you know, whatever orifice is available on the Queen Victoria's head. Mm. So, just, same as, same as the usual ones, I think. She wasn't, she wasn't that strange. <laughs> yeah. um, so I've got one. I'd like to see Phil Mitchell. It's always going to be Phil Mitchell, isn't it? Let's be honest. It is. It is. Phil Mitchell replace um, Jamie Doran, Dornan, Doran, Dornan, in um, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey as Christian Grey. <laughs> and That's I put a nasty spin on some of would watch scenes. that. I really want to see that. Mm. <laughs> it's the whole thing from like Zach and Miri make a porno, isn't it? It's like if Rosie O'Donnell was in a nude film, you'd watch it anyway, man. You like you'd watch it. It's like if I saw Phil Mitchell in Fifty Shades. It couldn't. Of Grey. It couldn't make Fifty Shades of Grey any worse, could it? Mm. No, I, I haven't seen it. 
all read the book, but I feel it's one of those things you can criticise without watching. Mm. It would turn it into a trauma-like film, wouldn't it? Just one of those really kind of like hushed secrets that people invite (laughs) their mates around for like one night every week. Oh, I've got this really good one. It's basically Phil Mitchell in... It's it's filth degrades (laughs) shades of (laughs) grey. Filthy shades of grey. Filthy shades of Phil. (laughs) It's got to be like a deep fake edit of that somewhere, right? Like... (laughs) Oh, actually, if there's anyone watching on the YouTube who knows how to do deep fakes, if you could deep fake Phil Mitchell into Fifty Shades of Grey, there will be. I mean, I'll buy the entire you a Twix. film. Yeah, well, I'll buy you a Twix. Fifty Shades of Grey started as a uh, fanfic Twi- for Twilight. Uh, Twilight, didn't it? Yeah. So maybe the the Twi- filthy filthy Shades of Grey will. Will will become a fanfic of uh, on, Fifty did, Shades of Grey. I, I read Fifty Shades of Grey. Of course you did. Of course you did. Did we just right. make up a new fanfic? Did we, yeah. Did, we, is that it? So the, the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast has just made filthy shades of grey. You know, the Red Room would be just, he would like, come with me, I've got something to show you. Take her down and it's like this lush apartment then under in the Red Room is actually just a mock-up of the Queen Vic. No, it would just be the uh, kitchen in, 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 out of back. You know, in, <laughs> there's only two rooms in the Queen Vic. There's the, no. the, the hallway out back, and then there's the kitchen, and then that's no, it. The, oh, and well, there's the, the upstairs. Yeah. And there's the there's the hole, the cellar that Phil keeps on getting pushed into. Well, because, that's, oh, come on, that's going to be the Red Room. Yeah, I've got it. So the female employee yeah. at the Queen Vic, I believe, is called Tracy. And she's like one of the she's one of the most like prolific extras ever because mm. she's been in the show forever. Oh, isn't she? Tra- isn't she called Tracy? And that's it. It's Phil and Tracy. Filthy Tracys of Grey. <laughs> no, no, forget it. Just uh, I'll just edit. I'll just edit that out. I have no more booze. <laughs> well, unfortunately, the live stream will have picked that up. Oh so, uh, damn it! Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is anyone but, actually watching? <laughs> we've got. Uh, there's a few people watching. There are, there are people watching. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. I don't know who you are or what you're doing, but God bless you. <laughs> yeah. but like, God bless you. Have, yeah. you. have you seen my finish cornware? <laughs> finish cornware? Fornish, fornish cornware. Fornish. Oh, fuck it. So anyway, <laughs> that's, the, that's the first question from James. Tom, you didn't have one, actually, did you? Dan, Dan of course, is presenting this from his solid velour bedroom. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> laying, I'm actually laying down. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that is a waterbed. Yeah. Whoa. You can't so tell because all his kits on it as well, but it's revolving. Yeah, I'm naked from the waist down as well. <laughs> We've all, we all have been since the start of lockdown, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually in my Jimmy Jam bottoms. Don't tilt that laptop any further down. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I did also have one actually. I, it was um, I, it was uh, Phil Mitchell as Marcellus Wallace in Pulp Fiction. Oh, that was it. You did have one. Sorry. Yeah, take I did. That back. I did. No, oh, but thank you very much for thinking about me. This is one of the many reasons why I love you so much. <laughs> it means... as, a, as a man and a lover. Well. Cool. Um, okay, so next um, question. Put that one to bed. Let's. Cool. Uh, yeah. Right. Also from from James as well. Uh, do we think that the Fonz ever moved on from hanging out with teenagers at Arnold's Drive-in, or did there come a point where it got creepy and the authorities got involved? Uh, the authorities just got involved. almost certainly right. Like, yeah. Like it was creepy in the show. So, so are we, are we basically did the Fonz get affected massively by U tree. <laughs> They sweep. No, he might. One day. He might have been protected by Epstein. Mm. Oh, Jesus! Okay, we're, 
Okay, so let's let's keep this light. Uh, yes, the authorities definitely got involved, and he was taken to keep prison. Keep it light. Uh, where yes, he was uh, treated like anyone who does the things he does, <laughs> just hanging around with an ice cream float and inviting people into his office, which is a toilet. <laughs> yeah, true. Hey, uh, Mum, I'm going to bring my, uh, my my current boyfriend home with me. Oh, okay. H- hang on, I went to school with him. <laughs> yeah. Hey. How, how old was he by the time by the time it finished by the time they literally did the jumping over the shark how old he was he must have been sort of pushing 40 uh, he was 48 Christ, really? I, don't, I don't know if that's true but that, that is what's going on wikipedia now it was convincing. <laughs> yeah no it was i mean it was in my head he basically important. went from the last episode of happy days to appearing as the headmaster in scream hmm. but i'm pretty sure there was a fair <laughs> gap between those two what did hmm. what was what was um what was the fonz's um uh, you know, I don't want to sound like uh, you know the the dad meeting him, bringing his daughter home, and going. So, so what do you do, uh, it, Arthur? Is it is it Arthur Fonzarelli? Um, mm, what, yeah. Was he a mechanic or something? Was he... Technically, he was twenty eight when it fin- finished. Because when Happy Days first premiered, Arthur Fonzi Fonzarelli was supposed to be at least nineteen years of age, as he was old enough. How to old was, beer. was how old was Henry Winkler? Oh, uh, forty eight. Please be twenty seven. Oh. oh, he looks a lot older. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe he's just a professional drug dealer and nonce. We don't know. <laughs> was it Was it ever explicitly laid out in the programme? Yeah, no, it was, like, was a paedophile. Do you remember Do you remember Hollyoaks had their sort of like after hours episodes? <laughs> there was actually one for Happy Days where Fonzarelli got into some nasty trouble, had to make a public apology and go around mm. the neighbourhood introducing himself to people. Uh, it was it was very hard hitting actually, uh, and so were the punches thrown at him by the parents of the children. Yeah, just the knock, knock, knock. Door opens. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I've been told I've that. got to um, go around the neighbourhood and tell people uh, that I'm not allowed to hang around at Arnold's anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I like to think at some point even Arnold had a quiet word with him. Like hanging around the jukebox is fine, but yep. you know, inviting everyone into the toilet. Yeah, you're not you're not really doing anything with your life, are you? No. Fonzie, and for starters, you're going to keep making me call you Fonzie. Okay, you're going to keep making me call you Fonzie. Um, um, People need to take a shit sometimes, dude. Just, just let let them let them in the loo. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. It's, it's yeah. funny actually. That there, it's, <laughs> it's, um, it's funny actually that there was never any moment where he was counselling Richie Cunningham and some dude was just unloading in the first door. <laughs> You know, there, there was never any moment where it was just like, "Hey, Richie, let's just let's just wait until this guy's finished up," and you know, and then just had to sit through five minutes of noises. Mm. Okay, right, <laughs> just crack a crack a window, open the door, waft it out into the cafe. I <laughs> just just keep keeps talking, but seem like just reaches into his back pocket, pulls out a box of matches, lights one, oh, wafts it in the air. <laughs> when I was when I was, um, I think about it must have been about nine. I've got this vivid memory of going on holiday with my parents. I don't know where and, this is going. <laughs> and, and I uh, met the Fonz, and he's coming to the toilet with me. He, he said, me and he said, he said, he said, sit on it. And um, oh, <laughs> no, um, so I remember that being uh, in this, this big, like, uh, uh, like apartment, and in the other, one of the other apartments was this kid. And 
I say we were nine, and I'm not that old, but he was wearing like a brand new The Fonz is Cool t-shirt. And I'm like, <laughs> like, you are obviously asked for this at some point. A, where yeah. did you find it? This is, The internet doesn't exist currently. And B, like, it, the Fonz, really? Like, I was into, like, turtles or something at the time. So, you know. Cool stuff. Yeah, cool stuff. Yeah. Cool I was into stuff. neon. I remember that vividly now. <laughs> like, neon green. Just like... Like, Literally just bright colours. Yeah. yeah. What do you like? Fluorescent stuff. Fluorescent <laughs> colours. Like fluorescent like, green baseball cap, uh, sweatpants, T-shirts. Obviously, because you might Cycling get shorts. What the hell was wrong with me? And uh, and green socks. Fluorescent Ooh, I'd green like socks. to see you in cycling shorts now. Actually, talking about um, 90s comebacks, I was uh, walking with Villain in the park and leaving Grove Park. All of these stories start very in a very sinister way like mine did as well and and i know it's not going to be but after talking about the fonz being a pedophile it is very concerning yeah well okay so we were in and then this dad and his son were riding and there's a we were um we're just mucking around on the way he was i was trying to get him to muck around on the grass and this kid just went over this bump to do a jump and he went cowabunga it's like (laughs) i haven't heard that for ages that was brilliant like Cowabunga needs to make a comeback. That, that was 100% worth it. Thank you, Duncan. It was. Cowabunga. <laughs> Someone yeah. used Cowabunga. I just... Do you know what other word needs to come back? Radical. Shout out radical. radical. Like, yeah. just, rad, as a, just as a moment. Radical. Or maybe, fresh. Fresh maybe needs to come some back. Cool, fresh definitely does, yeah. Cool dudes like us should do it. Dudes, there's another one that should come back, probably. Dudes. Dude. dude. We do dude. say dude quite a lot. Yeah, we do. We? I also do oh, a double well. thumbs up quite a lot. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> I mean, the Fonz, the Fonz did it in a really laid-back manner, didn't he? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you went. Hey, hey. I mean, you and me, it's just like, hey. tense. Hey. Can you just hold? Yeah, but... Can you just hold it up, actually, Arthur? Please. Hey, no, not no. Just hold, hold it up. There we go. There we go. We'll take the picture now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, now we'll turn to your right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there All right, we well, go. that's that one put to bed. <laughs> Boom. Okay. Next. What else we got? question um uh we have uh some responses uh from from a message rather than the the live stream but uh grant mitchell as mrs goggins in the postman pat movie just like slamming the uh the uh, parcels on there that would be good well, at least mm-hmm. they'll get yeah. there and it would actually be an efficient pat so mm. um it would unless he's busting the drug ring that pat works oh, for are you gonna take your package or fucking not they don't, they don't swear in EastEnders, do they? No, oh, you slag. He sort of, he looks like he is swearing every other word in, even when he's not. Mm. He does, but yeah. That's uh, just the throbbing vein on his yeah. head. That's where all the swears go. Yeah. You ready for another searching question? Yes. yes. Um, so Nicola has said, Padme and Anakin, what's up with that? At what point did she start finding him attractive? Did she groom him? Why does no one care that Anakin age loads and she looks exactly the fucking same? I mean, at no point did she start finding him attractive because they have sub-zero chemistry throughout the entire thing. (laughs) Do you think he's basically mind doing his mind Jedi mind manipulation? Well, No, because firstly that takes Star Wars to a very dark place. (laughs) It's a really dark thing. No, I mean, their ages as written aren't... He's like five years younger than her as written, but like the actors were far further apart than that i mean i mean i i, I see natalie portman 
as like a mid to late teens and a child in that first yeah. film. Like that is 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 very apparent. And then the next film, it's like, wow. He obviously hit puberty quite quickly, and um, yeah, and, and she looks pretty similar, really. But she she's obviously like, oh god, I'm going to see Anakin. Uh, I mean, maybe she can tell that he's like chock full of double baby, like mm. just ready to go. You know, just like, gives off double baby vibes. Just, just ready to goosh a double baby in there. But yeah, it's just uh... <laughs> That's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> what, what I remember of GCSE biology. Mm. I mean, look. We, I mean, we covered this before when we did when we did the commentary for episode two. There were moments where we were all just kind of sat back, cringing at the awful. I mean, there's that scene where you know she changes for the fifth time that day, mm. and they walk out onto the veranda, and he's sort of leering at her really close mm. and kind of stroking her arm and things like that. And and it's it is. It's like was that the point where she? started to find him attractive or was it when he fell on top of her after he fell off that big woolly cow thing or, or was it was it when he heroically won a pod race or was i mean was that it and she's secretly been holding a torch for him the whole time yeah oh anakin's um, here that hot kid you know or is it that you know she kind of felt sorry for him like when they went to tatooine and did that whole thing you know, and he murdered all those people. You know, at what point? Because he even says to her, "I killed them all. <laughs> I just, I just killed them all. I've killed a whole tribe of sand people." Are you saying mm. it was similar? She's like, "Yeah, don't worry about that. Now, tell me some more about how you feel about sand, because that was getting my motor running." Yeah, and it is everywhere right now. <laughs> I wish I wasn't wearing pleather. <laughs> yeah, and Anakin, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. That outfit, you've just been wearing that the whole time. It smells like arseholes. That's something else we covered, isn't it? How, yeah. how yeah. little Jedi change Jedi their, change their clothes. Arseholes. I mean, yeah. Nicola, I'm sorry to say, but I just, I just don't, I just don't think, I think it was just one of those things where even at that point where they kiss when they're being wheeled into their supposed doom in the arena, that I just, I mean, even at that point, I think they just do it because they're like, well, if I'm going to die now, let's have a quick canoodle. At least we can have a kiss before we die. Oh, we're not dead. Well, well, let's get married. Let's have the robots as witnesses as well. That'll be mental. People <laughs> will love that. That's a story we can die well, out. Well, was she years. more excited by his new mechanical hand and what pleasures that could induce? Yeah, maybe she thinking the more of him that gets locked by, by animatronics, the more of him that will actually be able to satisfy her in any way whatsoever. Um, <laughs> A few, a few comments from Nicola. Uh, I mean, the arm's like, got more personality. It does, yeah. It goes, <laughs> zzz, 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 and I'd honestly rather listen to two hours than that yeah. than Homie Christensen talking. Uh, it's cutting-edge tech, that arm, isn't it? A few, yeah. a, few, uh, a few comments back from what we talked about. Uh, he oh, was like where, where are you getting these comments? I've got, I've got sources. Which is, I've people just got whispering messages. to you through the window? Yes. Is she, is she, no. is she, is she actually watching? Yeah. How People are actually Why? watching this, Duncan. Don't act. Don't. You're ruining it. There's millions of them out there as far as we're concerned. Uh, we dropped from nine to seven at that point. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So she says uh, he was like 10. He was totally not the one grooming her. And uh, why would you feel sorry for him? He's, a, he's whiny as fuck. It's true. We don't feel sorry uh, for I him. I can't stand him. Like, so, so, Nicola, by that, so if you're watching, Nicola, hello. Uh, who was doing the grooming? Was it was it a two way groom or was it just you know groom down or groom up? Who knows? I'm trying to work out what any of that means and if I want to know. <laughs> groom down, yeah. It took me. I just kind of. Your Honour, it's okay. You make it was, actually it was grooming a good point. up. 
It's I... okay if it's grooming up, isn't it? <laughs> maybe she oh, was grooming. I'm still maybe going she... down, am I? Okay. <laughs> maybe she was grooming. Maybe she was grooming him, and then what he turned into, she felt she had gone so far in that she couldn't turn back now. Um, to be fair, though, as a like a swashbuckling Jedi, you know he does. He must have some sort of allure, you know. Like oh, oh, you fell off that sheep and sliced that apple in half in such a sexy way. Oh, you're such a leather-wearing bad boy. <laughs> yeah, that baby. Smells like a rotten <laughs> cross. Jump, jump on, jump onto my Vespa. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna come beef it. Yeah, <laughs> I find it super hot when people get angry when they talk about democracy. Yeah. <laughs> Talk taxes to me. Come on, talk dirty taxes to me. The warning signs were there, though, wasn't he? Because he is weird, right? Like, <laughs> he is a weird guy. <laughs> yeah. He is. Oh, sometimes Padme oh, does look so like weird a weird extra guy. from a My Chemical Romance um, music video. I mean, yeah. it's not his fault, is it? It's the dialogue. The scenes where, oh, um, yeah, she has to fall in love with you now. So. Uh, I'll put a line in there. Oh, yeah, you're going to turn into a complete psychopath, aren't you? Um, I'll just shove in a line about people being made to do what they're told, and then you can murder a bunch of sand people. Okay, and then we'll just get back to it. It won't affect anything. Don't worry, we'll just get back to it. Hi, Marika. <laughs> We've got to stop waving at individual people. Okay, seriously. <laughs> Why Hi, not? Marika. <laughs> Hi, Marika. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, just, just on, Jonathan Ross doesn't do, do this. And right. What's the next it. question? Oh, I, I don't. I don't think we can come up with anything plausible as to any I, any aspect of that relationship. I hate <laughs> them both. That's the the problem here. Um, maybe. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> maybe she thought he was a sexy kid. I don't know. Gen- genuinely sexy cool is the scene in Team America: World Police where the two puppets <laughs> are just being slammed into each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I that thought is... that was just. I thought that was Batman versus Superman. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> um, it's um, the Rock in Family Guy as well with the two action figures, like yeah. trying to explain sexual. <laughs> that was uh, sexier than Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's that. What's next? Question. What's next? Um, give me a second. Go on, keeper of the questions. Sorry, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Um. Duncan, do you want to do Marika since we've just waved her? Then she can she can go if she, <laughs> she wants. She can go and do something better than I. <laughs> so Marika has yeah. asked, uh, can you explain blah, blah, blah. can you explain why in some cartoons some animals can talk but other others can't? Uh, chemical accident, possibly. So this is like it's not just how in one in cartoon A animals can talk and in cartoon B mm. they can't. It's, it's you've got in the one same cartoon. cartoon. Some animals can talk, some animals can't. I have a big problem with Peppa Pig for this very reason. Well, this is one of the many reasons I have a problem with Peppa Pig. <laughs> and, like, Pluto and... I was about to say. Uh, Goofy. Goofy, that's it. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're the same character model, even, aren't they? They they look like... They're both yeah. It happens in The Lion King as well. Does it? Yeah, I don't well, think I mean, you ever hear really the Maybe, maybe they're just non-speaking extras, the antelopes. Yeah, maybe it would have cost. It would have sort of ruined that majestic opening scene, if, as it, the camera sort of swept past the miraculous, beautiful African dawn, you could just say, "Oh, what time did you get?" Yeah, it's right now, wasn't it? Well, what time is? What is it meant to be? Oh, it's a new baby or something. We've got to look at it and then bow down. What these fucking lines are like? 
that wouldn't have that would have undercut the opening of the scene somewhat. Well, it's so very I don't, majestic, it's not really isn't it? They can't talk in the Lion King. Just because they don't talk doesn't mean they can't. Whereas in Peppa Pig, that annoying little rasher of bacon, the animals have pets who are other animals, which is a real problem. She's got Goldie the goldfish, and there's that tortoise that always likes climbing trees. What's it called? Uh, uh, let's just it, call it twat. It's ba- that's banned from our. Can we add uh, something else? I'd like to see Phil Mitchell in. And sorry, sorry, Peppa okay, Pig. Uh, guys, we can't. Oh, I thought you said. I thought the word twat was banned in your house. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, guys. Can we just not say twat? Yeah, we can't use the twat word anymore. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so is it, do you think maybe it's like some sort of? Uh, is there some sort of class system going on here? What a caste like, system. Yeah, there's like a sort of a sub-race of animals or like people that have been uh, like done, had something horrible done to them and do you, they have their like, ability to speak removed. I mean, maybe do you think they can talk, they're just not allowed to? Maybe. Yeah. Why Why would a, why would a, a pig be able to talk but a hamster can't? No, the hamster can talk, the hamster's the goddamn vet. But it's the same in <laughs> Bing as well because there are... People, well, the weird things Bing, Bing that are... Bing is too weird. Bing is bloody weird, but there are pet dogs that a rabbit, pet dog, a lot smaller than a rabbit. That's not... That makes no sense. It feels like we're getting sidetracked here, though. Who is that world built for? Because everything is human-sized, but the only creatures you see are the children animals and their sackcloth carers, who are even smaller. Yeah. So why are the doors seven foot tall? I think it's a crash. I think it's literally a daycare centre. But no, because Bing obviously lives with Flop. Well, let's not get into that. Not in the biblical sense. Uh, (laughs) um, Chemical accident. Um, I mean, (laughs) what's his name? Pluto, Pluto could have been easily hit on the head. Do they, what, so, is there any connection to wearing clothes and being able to speak? So we've answered this before, haven't we, with Pluto and, Dude, it does vaguely and um, Goofy. Some, somehow trousers it. bestow the power of speech and intellect upon them. Ah, no, that's but, but if that was the case, Donald Duck would be able to speak. And that guy is... I tell you what, that sounds really good on a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I didn't say do it again, did I? Just... Can, I, can, I, can I mute Duncan? <laughs> no, I don't think I can. Unfortunately, um, I've totally lost my train of thought. So, so <laughs> I, I thought we went with before that Pluto was kind of like the gimp. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he was. Yeah. This was also the same conversation that resulted in the unholy creation of Dicky Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I that happened, everyone. That did happen. But it's weird that they 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 treat him like a dog, as well. Yes, that's weird. Tiddles um, the tortoise for your information. Maybe he's into it. Maybe it's all consensual. Russ, it's Tiddles the tortoise. Tiddles the tortoise. Tiddles. Don't know why you like climbing trees. You're a tortoise. <laughs> It's one, of the two, it's one of the two funny bits in Peppa Pig. The other bit being when she hangs I... up on Susie's sheet. Without saying <laughs> can I go back to herself? That was really dark. That's not remotely what I said. <laughs> I 
can I go back to a really previous question? Like can I get uh, Phil Mitchell at his drunkest in Peppa Pig as Peppa Pig? <laughs> yeah. No, no, you've got to have Actually, heroin. You, you've got to kind of looks like Peppa Pig. Oh yeah, I forgot he had a whole heroin arc, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, you've got to have. That heroin That's not funny. Sorry. What's not funny? The heroin arc. I, I laughed and I shouldn't have done, so I feel bad. No, but, but, no, no, no. I mean, the, the, the subject matter obviously is incredibly serious, but I think if you take it as a comedic device and insert that into Peppa Pig, I think you'd agree that heroin Phil Mitchell is very out of place in Peppa Pig's world. I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah I'd, watch that. I'd, I'd watch that one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I'm sure a lot of a lot of Peppa Pig watching occurs at sort of five forty five six in the morning, mm. and it would just add an extra weird layer to the already sort of <laughs> strange haze that you perceive the world through at that time. Can you imagine so, it? All, we... It all starts off wonderfully, and then suddenly there's this smashing, banging noise, like some sound of someone rolling Phil, downstairs. Phil Mitchell smashes in through the door, looking for oh, anything you can find to sell. <laughs> yeah. Just walking out what? with the TV. <laughs> what about in like? Um, uh, the Little Mermaid, because not everything can talk there. Yeah, some of the fish so can that... talk. So you got flounder can talk, can't he? But the sort of there are just I, like I, extras fish that don't say anything. I'm saying starva- uh, oxygen starvation, and that could easily be a chemical accident, or also <laughs> you're saying that some of these animals have severe brain damage and therefore yeah, can't talk, which would also be a chemical accident or a uh, major head injury. <laughs> Well, we were talking about okay, Phil I'm... Mitchell having a heroin overdose at Peppa Pig. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Keep it he's, no, it's not an overdose. He just, he just, you know, he's like the funny character. <laughs> wrong, like, oh, we've got to get Phil, you know, to the methadone clinic. You know, um, <laughs> might be comedy gold, but I don't know. Um, no, yeah, let's keep it light, guys. What's the next? Question? Oh yeah, chemical oh, accident. So we, we didn't then, answer that's that well question. Funny. Yeah, we didn't answer that question. To be fair. Oh, I think uh, if you yeah, look back I, through these, we don't answer any question. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in Wikipedia, though. That's that's the correct answer. Okay, um, shall, shall, one... I, shall I make a ruling then? Let's let's just say they're all in on the Dodge joke. rules. Hmm? They're all in on the joke. Yeah. They're so they so actually all can speak, and it's just yeah. a matter of choice they're because just with us. Yeah. Um, quick message: uh, Why does Grandpa Pig look like an old man's testicle? <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched it, so I wouldn't know. But you guys. <laughs> If you were an old pig, that's what you'd look like. Oh, really? If I, specifically me, are you trying to say I look like a, a testicle? And that would No, I'm saying if you look like an old pig. Yeah. If, if, if you suddenly woke up one morning and you were an old pig, you would look in the mirror and go, I just look like a nutsack. Um, if so, if we're, if, we're, if we're treating, like, say, Goofy and Pluto as actors, maybe they just couldn't afford to pay uh, Pluto for a speaking part. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. You're going to have a huge role, but you're yeah. not going to talk, and you've got to walk on all fours. And it could also be that, that Disney animators were tripping balls on LSD. Could it be could that be as that well. too. But I like to think that Uncle Walt ran a tough and tight ship. Uncle or he just Walt. Got, I, I, or he just got a load of animators that also suffered from synesthesia watch Fantasia that is a bunch of people who are like I can see colours in sounds I see sounds colours when I hear sounds whatever Synesthesia. Okay. it's mental let's move on has anyone Damn. got anyone got one they want to do while I quickly find uh, the next one 
Duncan, Russ, what are we going? What are we doing? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so, in what uh, what they do in the sh- what we do in the shadows, uh, what, in the opening credits, you see that throughout the ages they wear a period appropriate dress. So, like when it's the seventies and eighties, they're wearing clothes from that period. Why in the actual show do they wear stuff from very much the previous century rather mm. than just noughties? Because they obviously do know how to dress of the time but then in the show they're not actually dressing and they don't seem to know how to dress i mean i've got a maybe maybe it's like they were sort of making an effort specifically to go out like there's that great picture in the opening credits isn't there when like the leather jackets and the punk hair from Mm. the 80s yeah so they might have been like let's you know it will be fun to dress up like this and go out. And the way people dress now is just boring and they don't care about it, so they just dress how they want to. I've always got the feeling it's like that they want to be known... They want, to, they want it to be known that they're vampires, like, and people should fear them. That That's kind of how I've always seen it when, when, they, when they go out. I've so you think them. they've just got bored and therefore want to make it more obvious? Yeah. Like I, I think in every other era, it was fairly obvious they were vampires, and and this is the only one where it, it's not because people don't pay as much attention to other people as they used to. Hmm. Yeah, so nobody even ever comments on how they look when they go out, do they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. That's 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 all I've got. That's a very serious answer, I suppose. Um, uh, the sub question was also why Staten Island. <laughs> Is it just because it's a bit of an in joke that it's, it's just the summer in New York? Yeah, like it's in New York, which is cool, but it's in it's on Staten Island, which is less cool, I believe. I don't know. I've never been to New York, so significantly, yeah. So, so I think that's kind of the the point. So it's like they almost get it so right, but then they don't at the same time. All right. the, Man- the Manhattan vampires are are all trendy, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, was it Count Rapula? <laughs> yeah, and what's his name? Simon the Simon the Mischievous or something? What's he called? Isn't it Simon the Devious or something? Simon the yeah. Devious. That's it. The Mischievous. That's not even a word. Um, um, I've got uh, one more. Actually, those two were Emma's. But my um, what we do in the shadows one was mm-hmm. a bit serious. Are is Colin Robinson actually a based on a real person? And do energy vampires actually exist? Oh come on, we haven't got time for that one. That's that's we, like we a know, five minute episode. We, can we get know into that there. we all know people that been at parties with that they just talk to you and you just go. And mm. if you and if you don't, yeah, <laughs> you are that person. You're that person. <laughs> I think the whole the energy <laughs> vampire an energy thing vampire. is such a great yeah. sort of twist on on that idea. It's not like a and a form of vampire that you've really sort of seen in any sort of pop culture before. And he's the most dangerous of all of them as well. Yeah. But he's just rocking yeah. his thing. Mm. So he can go out in the day, can't he? Yeah. 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 Um, he just he is trucking. he is immortal as well, isn't mm. he? Who he doesn't know because he just keeps trucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it's kind of it's kind of unclear how long he's been around, isn't it? Although oh, yeah, like at yeah. one point they do say, Oh, he came with the house and they've been living there for hundreds of years. But he he probably seeks out, like, the best source of energy for him would be uh, people that live forever, like people that have eternal life. 
does, like, he does feed off the other vampires. He does, he? yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's hilarious when he's feeding, though. He looks amazing. He looks hilarious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's great. I, I um, he's one of my favourite characters in it. But um, quick, quick question: mm. How mm. does a vampire gain sustenance from another vampire? Energy vampire. He's an energy vampire, so he doesn't feed on on blood. He feeds Psychic. on yeah. ネガティブエネルギーネガティブエネルギーはい。<笑><笑> And then you know you're going to be there for another two and hours. The next Back morning, to Colin Robinson. The next morning, he'd be whinging to everyone about how long the meeting was as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And getting all the joy out of it. He's basically the guy. Also, Not that I know anyway. No, it's also the person that writes the email follow up afterwards. <laughs> yes. yes. I just to clarify yeah. the points that we'd raised, um, I, I've, I've actually written a paragraph or two about each one about my personal feelings. I'm just going to say it in terms of PMQs at the moment. Keir Starmer's a bit like that. <laughs> Just like I think you'll find. Here's the email that I'm I'm sending you, yeah. for, for better or for worse, I, whatever. I'm not getting involved, but yeah, it, well, that's I think, the uh, that's the QC in him, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. Well, do you, like you get people law. that will they'll email you, and then they'll phone you to go through the email they just sent you point by point, and I mean having to do calls on video these days really does restrict your eye rolling options, but it's, it's difficult. <laughs> yeah. One of my one of my colleagues mentioned today that I was sat on a video call like this, <laughs> just staring down at my keyboard, and I got a message on Slack, just like you might just want to sit up. You know, you can just do this. Like, oh, you can't do that. I'm listening, nodding, uh-huh, nodding. You know, you can just do this. I was going to try and stop that. video, but that wouldn't really work on the live stream. <laughs> also, people would know exactly what you're doing if you stop the video. Yeah, don't I stop know. the video. <laughs> I've stopped the video just because I'm like, about to um, go... Like in, uh, in Speed son. or in any sort of heist movie, you want to be able to have like a 30-second clip of you looking really interested and animated that you can then just loop <laughs> while you have a little snooze and wait for your name to be said. <laughs> Someone did, did that, that, didn't they? Did you see that guy who actually comped that and he... He had himself bringing a cup of tea. Yes. So he would, he appeared in the background, like literally just walked past, like gave the camera a kind of cursory look, put a cup of tea down on the desk, and then the guy would just sort of went, yep, <laughs> just <laughs> and just had that running. <laughs> it was brilliant, absolutely superb. So yeah, um, I, I, we well yeah, I, I can't even remember the question. Um, should we move on to the next one? Go for it. Okay, so yeah, Alex, let's go. Alex on Facebook has said, um, uh, when you walk in, in The Witcher, and I think this applies to Skyrim as well. I think we can do that as well. Um, in The Witcher, when you walk in someone's home or shop, maybe a merchant, you can often loot items from their home and then sell it back to them on the spot. Do we think this is supposed to be Geralt being sneaky or is he just a massive dick scaring the shit out of people into buying their own things back off him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you so can there is a lot of NPC Skyrim. stupidity in these things, isn't there? Yeah. Like if you, if you get a high enough like pickpocketing pick, pickpocketing skill in Skyrim, you can basically you can steal someone's clothes and then sell them to them, <laughs> which does also beg the question of where they're keeping their money. <laughs> Nature's pocket. <laughs> um, so I, I genuinely think it's Geralt thinking he's being really sneaky, 
Um, but th- they they are kind of like grateful for everything he's done. Like, oh God, it's Geralt. He comes in. He keeps the monsters away. <laughs> Let's just let him believe that he's doing it. He just he likes to. It's, yeah, but you also love. He likes Geralt, to come into your so house you at would. night, steal your hairbrush, and then sell it to you the next day. Just yeah, humour him. Just, it's harmless. Yeah. It's a bit weird, but it keeps him happy and he keeps the monsters away. Geralt doesn't steal Dan's clothes. Dan just gives him his clothes and goes, ooh. Well, they're quite easy to steal, but they're on the floor. Loot me. Oh, I'm all (laughs) defenceless. You'll never find my money purse. (laughs) So then, so then, put yourself yourself into into Skyrim. Hmm. If you pick Hmm. up a waste paper bin or a bucket and put it on a shopkeeper's head in Skyrim, you can then loot their shop. So do you think do you think that the shopkeeper is fully aware of what's happening when you pick up I think, a I think they're like budgies. Head. As soon as you put something over their head, they just fall asleep instantly because <laughs> they think it's night time. And then you take it off again, and then they're like, "Hey, is that mine?" <laughs> no. You, you, you know how actually in some shops you you go like the apothecary kind of counter, and there's some some you can just pick up, and then there's some it says red steel. You're like. Okay, well, I've just managed right in front of their face, just pick up a load of shrooms. But this potion over here, which is kind of hidden, you're saying steal. That makes no sense. So, is it just? I think, someone... I think you're meant to be able to take those things that are not marked as red, though. It's like if, if you've got know. a good relationship with the shopkeeper, they let you have some stuff for free. <laughs> or maybe it's just shit. like a maybe it's just like a taster selection on a <laughs> deli counter. Yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> the mushrooms and some... butterfly wings will have little cocktail sticks in them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I can this. never find the dispose. You know, you get the little disposable pot, the pots with the poor used uh, cocktail sticks. I can never find that in Scotland. None of that at the moment. So, is so you just put it back into. A <laughs> no happy afternoon spent hanging out at the MS deli counter anymore. No, God, those are the days. I mean, no free cheese. It, give it a couple no of days, cheese. yeah. <laughs> or what they might do, I, I hope there's going to be sort of a little burst of nice biodegradable, like little mini pots with lids that people are able to, in a pre prepared way, sort of be like, well, this is a tester pot you can take mm. home. Something mm. that you can have a little nibble of and throw it away, literally onto the sidewalk, and it will I've, break down. I've coughed over all of them, so uh, yeah, enjoy. Enjoy. Just this one's getting a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I, I've kind of always thought that because I've never done it. Because I, I, I don't have the balls to go and steal people, steal things from people's shops. Like Geralt can just do it as well. Just like rummage through the drawers. Go, yeah, cool, excellent, dildo, excellent. I'll take that. Just like, um, and they just kind of let it happen. But yeah, I, I think I think they know in Geralt's case. It's just to humour him. <laughs> I think I think they let him think he's being sneaky, so they can't. They continue having conversations, and you see this just like like six foot six giant man just kind of sneaking along and just like mm. rummaging through their drawers and just like looking up every now and then and then just rummaging <laughs> through. And thud, thud, thud in the background. Then like a, a cabinet shakes and rattles and then the lamp falls over and oh yeah, it's just, just, I didn't just, even try just keep to, talking. In Skyrim, I didn't even try to steal anything. I actually tried to put a load of leaflets. For some reason, I ended up with a load of leaflets and I tried to put those in a... I sit in and I tried to put those because they would take up room so I just put them in the uh, in a cupboard and I still got arrested even though I wasn't stealing anything I was putting shit in it was fly tipping that's like, shifty that's fly tipping you yeah. know you can just drop things don't you yeah but still get in trouble 
You can't. You won't get. Don't, don't you think you can get in trouble for littering in Skyrim? Yeah, so I was going to say. To be fair, that's probably one of the very few things that the guards won't go for you. Yeah. Like, I, no, I pick up a lot of cheeses and brooms by accident, so I want often <laughs> yeah. a little pile of rubbish outside a cave when I come out. Do you, do I got. You, a, don't you just I, love those times where you come across a wooden table like that's been set up as if some like kind of knife wielding brigands have been having a card game, and there's like a scattering of gold coins. And you end up sort of trying to pick everything up and you pick up all the gold coins, all the tankards, the bottle of wine, the plates, the cheese, the bread, and you're just yeah. like, like, literally just kind of... Especially <laughs> early in the game as well. You're like, oh, it's, it's letting me pick up this clothes yeah. iron. That's definitely going to be useful. Yeah. And I, I, I bet I'll need, I'll need that parchment and I'll need that old teddy bear. And there's, there's a ruined shoe here. Yes. It sounds like it's a part of a mystery. And then sort of within about an hour or so you're going through is it gold no it can fuck off then <laughs> it would be great though if there was an npc that among all the ones that are offering you like go and kill 10 zombies or 10 skeletons and bring me their skulls there's one guy who's going you don't by any chance have a ruined shoe or 10 ruined shoes do you and you're like yes i happen to have 10 ruined shoes here you go here's a use, um, did anyone ever use, used to collect the books as well instead of just picking them up and just going and seeing if because i used there to sometimes is, there's read an achievement books. there's an achievement for reading all the books isn't there yeah but um, i actually do open the books read them a bit but i um i remember playing fallout and not having room for a gun because i picked up all the ruined books thinking eventually i'll be able to read them somehow and unruin just like, the books yeah unruin the books well you know i could pick up this big gun but at the same time look at all these books i've got that i'm sure <laughs> sure someday i'll be able to read um nuclear holocaust hey, that, what's that true. weird um thing underneath the uh the college of winterhold that you can like make things in oh the eye of the eye of doodah you can oh, put a no, ruined no. book and some other ingredients into that and it will turn it into a spell book. Sorry, no, the eye is that big thing that whizzes round and round and round at the end of the mage quest. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of, it's almost like an ethereal kind of forge or something, isn't it? Yeah, the it's eye. called the something forge, isn't it? You can you can put a few yeah. things in, press a few buttons and it will make something cool for you. So you can yeah. put a ruined book and some other shit into that. Um, but you tend I... to have to put like more value of stuff into the thing than it's, it's actually worth. You just go and yes. buy it. Although um, if you get if you get the Wabberjack, you know from Shiagorath. Yeah. Go, yeah. If you get that, that's brilliant. Like I love the fact that like some of them are just like utter death dealing weapon attacks and things, whereas others will just turn someone into a chicken. <laughs> just you're like I've got, ah, raining fire and then poof. <laughs> I love my I, I love my I love using my Wabberjack. Um, <sighs> Alex goes Next on to say. Next question. Alex goes on to say, are there litter police in Skyrim? There should be. Well, there are, there are in Duncan's version of it, apparently. <laughs> sneaking, in trouble. sneaking into someone's apartment, pulling open the drawer and just like cramming all these leaflets, close, trying to close <laughs> the drawer the door. Yeah. yeah, pushing aside the Gideon's Bible and plonking <laughs> like 5,000 leaflets. Why aren't they Gideon? Oh, okay, it's Skyrim, so it's fantasy, so there's no crypt. Yeah, okay. yeah it's That's not nice. real. <laughs> Cool. Saying, why isn't Justin Bieber in Skyrim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. Legend Bieber. That, that noise could have been so many I mean, I'm, I'm going to say it, Duncan. You can do that now. The same thing will happen. You'll get arrested. Yeah. But you can pick the lock. But he could escape. just be a soulless, vapid 
vampire in Skyrim. You could do that now. You could do, take Justin Bieber out to the woods and kill him if you wanted to. But no. the, the same thing would happen if you did it in a town, though. That's the only thing. So you got to be careful. Just also, a quick what's point Justin on this? Bieber done always... recently? He, oh, he's, he's not been very nice, as he said something. No. Bad, I don't know. It, I was also going to say, like, it, it does put a point on Skyrim, doesn't it? That it, like it feels always a bit odd to me that you can be the Dragonborn and also a soulless bloodsucker, like only mm. intent on killing everyone and sucking their blood. It feels a bit like I'm Skyrim. It does suffer a bit from you're not the chosen one. You are eight the chosen ones. Mm. Yeah, Dragonborn, you're the Archmage of the College, you're the leader of the Assassins, you're the head of the Dark Brotherhood. No, they're the same people, aren't they? You're the head of the Thieves' yeah, the Guild. Yeah. You're the Thane of all the Holds. You are the... Every single Chosen One is you. The prophecy How... spoke of you. Mm. <laughs> really However, <laughs> when you... some, What's really annoying is there's a dragon sometimes and you're trying to shoot the dragon and sometimes you might hit a horse... Or someone else. And then they get pissed off with you. And you're like, look, I'm trying to fight a dragon. And then they still try and attack you whilst you're trying to finish off this dragon. <laughs> Kill it, I mean. Sure, whatever. <laughs> whatever. You finish the dragon. <laughs> and then they come after you. And you're like, yeah. come on, I've just killed this dragon for you. And now It's like it when a, a, a dragon lands in front of you and you can see it inhaling to, to take its breath. And you're thinking, right, am I going to... Do I try and hit it or something? Do I try and dodge into cover? And then this little chap pops up and goes, oh, hi, I'm a courier. I've got a letter for you. And you have to stand there for 45 seconds getting toasted while he goes, oh, nope, that's it. Got to run. And then you die. <laughs> There's a dragon. I, Did you notice that? <laughs> I always like the NPCs that walk between you and whoever you're talking to, and they fix you with this gaze as they walk past. It's kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, hang on. Trying to talk to the guy behind you. Tom, I'm really <laughs> glad that you reloaded. Reloaded what? After losing Lydia, that you decided to reload. If you've got another two-hour conversation about fucking Lydia uh, on your bingo card, then mark that <laughs> one off as well. <laughs> Next question. Next question. <laughs> uh, just a couple of comments in the chat. Uh, if we do a double baby t-shirt, if we ever do merch, double baby t-shirt has to be done. We've actually mentioned this before so maybe uh, and then alex himself has said that uh, i'll have a groom down groom up one i don't think you want that one i'll be honest like that's not <laughs> yeah. until we've worked out which one of those is the bad one you might not want to commit <laughs> you know um the finger of god the one where it's god in the clouds mm. reaching up for adam and the, mm-hmm. do you want padme in the clouds up and <laughs> the, the original the title of that picture was grooming up grooming down <laughs> yeah that's it's it's kind of a weird inverse of usain bolt isn't it i mean it's like he's he's like all about it's all about up whereas we're down or up yeah i like that i like that mm. just two hands pointing yeah. double like baby that. Like that. Nice. the double baby is one we is, is is one we've actually had a conversation about before though so uh, maybe and also we, we also had neo's and neo's and no no what were the other neo's ones no no Oh, what are the little gems? Yeah. <laughs> no, there aren't any. That, that might have been it, yeah. Um, uh, that's it, I the, the think. So, going to the Solar Sailor. Solar Sailor. Solar Sailor. Oh, there we, we go. We should actually open the Solar Sailor. We should. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd go. <laughs> um, solar Sailor. <laughs> yeah, it'd be awesome, man. 
It's like Club Tropicana, but the drinks aren't free. No, they're not. Mm. They're very expensive, actually. Yeah. I mean, the drinks being free is just not. A, mm. It's not a long term. Currently, we only take cards model from the Tropicana. <laughs> very true. Mm. Contactless payment. Contactless payment only right now. We don't want any money, cash. But then so, it's yeah. too easy to run up a big tab at the mm. Sailor with contactless payment. Oh yeah, yeah. It's too easy. Not our problem. Shall we do another question? Yeah, okay, so we're on to our How questions. How long have we been wittering on about? We're on an hour. Let's, let's, do, let's do a little bit more. Let's do some of our questions. Okay. Um, I've got one. Go on then. Unless you want to do yours? Nah. Okay, so if you could do in real life any level of a video game, what would you want to do? So the rules are, so this is real, as in it's going to get made on some big movie movie set or something somewhere. You are you. You've got no powers or anything that you can't do in real life. Uh, but it's like paintball rules. So if you're doing something with guns, it's paintball guns. You're not actually going to die. This is the best question I've ever been asked. Mm-hmm. So my my person, I think, having thought about it, my answer would be the first level of Goldeneye, the dam. So that gets that gets mocked up, real life, full size actors with paintball guns trying to shoot you. Start there. The truck drives past. You follow it through. So I think I, I'm pretty sure I could do that, no problem. First time, I know exactly where everybody is, and they they've all memorised the AI routines and they act like the AI does in that game as well, which mainly means going ooh, ooh, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So turning towards yeah. you with their limbs pointing in the right direction. <clears throat> yeah. That's awesome, man. That's so good. I think I think for me it would be. The first Half-Life game, uh, mm-hmm. and it would be uh, unforeseen consequences. So it would be that whole level getting out of the ruined lab, uh, and eventually to. So you're doing uh, it from the point of the accident. So from the point of the accident, so it's that just that level, unforeseen consequences. So you know, no soldiers are around, and basically to the beginning of Office Complex. So you're like battering a few head crabs and things. Yeah, head, head crabs and vortigaunts. Um, yeah, and it's and it's all a bit chaotic and and stuff like that, you know. And yeah, you know, security guards. I think that would be a almost like one of those kind of trocadero alien wars type experiences. Yeah, one of those like interactive maze things. That would be yeah, awesome. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's my pick. I have to think about how we're going to do the head crabs. Some sort of advanced animatronic. Yeah, or just a crab. Just a crab. <laughs> a crab that's slightly dressed up yeah. and fired crab, at you. A crab with springs on its legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds hugely unethical, but fine. It'll be fine. I'll get. I'll, I'll clear it. It'll be, it'll be right. I'll clear it. Clear it. I've got a crab guy. I've got a crab it. guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I've got, I've I've narrowed it down to two, mm-hmm. which is that that the last bit of Halo where you're in the warthog. Halo Three, sorry, where you're in the, oh, the drive across the collapsing. Yeah, ring. that mm-hmm. that looks fun, terrifying, very but fun. Cool. Um, and also, um, from the moment you're at the lighthouse in Bioshock, and oh. like it's like this big secret cinema like style thing that you go down in the lift and then like I mean, that, that feels like it would be expensive to recreate, but we didn't set a budget limit on no. it. So you know, fair enough. We're going to build a city under the sea and. Put you in a bathosphere. But specifically, Dan wants to go to Rapture. We've got to build a city under the sea. Yeah, but specifically that bit because I don't want to have to swim over because I'm not a very good swimmer. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so just from the lighthouse instead. So yeah, you don't really do much swimming in Bioshock, really, do you? No, no, any I, none, mm. none at all. Uh, so I've... only Bioshock two, but you don't. But again, it's not really swimming. It's just kind of walking around in submerged areas. The you're a big daddy. Mm. The first part of uh, Dead Space as well, in like a horror experience kind of thing. That might be quite fun. It's like as soon as they start appearing, basically. So like when you okay. go into that room and then the lights yeah. and then go out and then yeah. That might be I quite didn't realise we could have more than one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness, oh. YouTubers. I'm so sorry that you saw Dan swearing with his finger. Oh, I was a right twat about it. Oh, I said I wasn't going to say twat. Oh, twat. No, oh, 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 twat. Oh, twat. I've said twat. Oh, I said twat again. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so Duncan's got his thoughtful. Nicole. Yeah, I'm going to go with the shockwave bit in inside Without oh, obviously, without getting you know, you're not getting blitzed. So because it's painful. Yeah. So just, this is it's been just, set up as like an interactive experience, but very very well done. So you you're not you're not going massive, to die. You get pushed into a massive ball pit or something. I was about to say like mm. a foam pit or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. you have to. But it has all the sound effects because that is the most awesome thing, and it's a big it's a big gush of wind, and just the whole setup so you're running across you have to slide everything you have to do the jumping mm-hmm. and then it, it, the extended bit i actually i would just have the whole of inside and uh, without like <laughs> yeah. scary blades and weird zombie girls in the, the water but it would be that would be one of the i was thinking the water one would be cool but actually i think my favorite bit is the shockwave just because it's so you start off in that room and you've got the yeah. it's the whole atmosphere is yeah, it's pretty cool, and I can't think of would I can't it, think of the names of missions in Grand Theft Auto Five, and I would probably do something in that. Would it have if you were doing the Shockwave one? Would it have the music? Yeah, because that is amazing. I mean, I love I do. I mean, I love the previous part of that level where you're trying to get all those bodies onto the pressure plate because you can hear all the way through that, you know, the the dull oh. thud. And you you know sort of see plaster coming down from the walls and things like that, and it's when you open it and you suddenly get out there. I mean, and I remember it's that moment where you have to shield yourself while you're coming up that ladder. Mm. When the shockwave hits that point, and it suddenly goes, and the music starts. I, I it's I, I've rarely played games that feel so atmospherically perfect. I told it's you that I told you so about um, the podcast I watched the other day on YouTube where they're talking about it, and apparently. Six months in the development of that game, they had a workable game start to finish. And then the rest of the six and a half years they spent uh, just uh, putting polish to it. Basically, it's a it seven-year game. Yeah, and it is and it shows. It's a perfect yeah, yeah, every, game. Every moment of that has been tweaked and polished yeah. and tested and thrown out and started again. And run through a skull or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that, that is true, though, isn't it? They, they did actually record a lot of the music through, through a human, a human skull. skull yeah to get the auditory reflection like i don't mm. I mean, I, it just I sounded really cool and it's a cool story yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's yeah. the majority of it that's how i write all my music <laughs> through a, a different human skull each time yes each time yeah <laughs> um okay so who wants who wants to ask a question next tom or shall i do one you do one Okay, have we got any more listeners? <laughs> no, no, that's that's it. We, we, I think so, unless someone wants to um, pipe up or someone wants to uh, tell us that I've missed one. But um, 
It does. Um, we should probably we should probably you know try and land this puppy fairly soon. Okay, let's let's do one each. I reckon then. So we've done each. So you and Duncan have done one. Um, I'm going to do. Uh, um, I'm going to go with a topical one, which is how do we think the pandemic is affecting Trotter's independent trading? <laughs> do we think they've gone to eBay? You are- you are obsessed. There's not probably not a lot they can do, really. I mean, they're they're pre-internet. Yeah, they can't be out in Peckham Market because it's no. all closed down. Yeah, but they can do deliveries, and they could probably do contactless delivery. They they will blatantly be selling dodgy masks to the government. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, let's start with that. So they've they've basically made a fortune. Yeah, yeah. That they will be one of the companies that Dominic Cummings has um, uh, has um, got Matt making PPE for them. Di- Matt Hancock has definitely signed a contract with them. Yeah, Matt, Matt <laughs> Foot Penis. Yes, he's uh, he's signed a contract with them. But yeah, I, I think I think that for starters, they'll be making dodgy PPE for um, yeah for Dominic Cummings. They're the ones that have bought in the stuff from Turkey. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah. It'll be like stack crates of like tracing paper or something in there yeah. that they're cutting out <laughs> into the shape of masks. Peckham Springs hand sanitizer. Yeah. Mm. That kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, I, I, and it's and it's so so caustic. The smell. Yeah. I mean, you it's one pump and it's just like I'm fucking. Uh, uh. It yeah, starts to dissolve your brain. The second no, if, it, if it keeps people away from you, that's probably you know that's working. Isn't it it? work, yeah, definitely. But like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the masks have all got like mouth holes in them and stuff like that. And, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and is that yeah. because Trigger demands it? <laughs> I don't think we should talk about that anymore. <laughs> No, it happens, and what stays on the pod, you know, but no, what yeah. happens on the pod stays on the pod. And by the way, if we ever do this, if we keep doing this, I don't ever want to do slash fiction whilst people are watching me read it. No. <laughs> that is never something I want to actually happen. Just you watch our viewer. It was, it was hard <laughs> enough. It was hard yeah. enough making eye contact with you when we were doing that. One. Oh my god, yeah, but it was so with good my, though. With my eyeballs. <laughs> oh god i love that episode but um yeah i i, I think we're that, in the same room at the same time aren't we that's imagine we're that in the room you're sitting in do you guys yeah, watch tv I'm throwing away those chairs do you guys watch tv and yeah, been known. and when you Sometimes. see people like hugging in it it's like oh what are you doing oh it just like, makes you really uncomfortable yeah it? yeah it's so weird just oh. miss it oh i don't i I don't really like that. <laughs> what hugging? No, just not just hugging randoms like you see in like TV shows. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. Oh. Hugging randoms. <laughs> That's the name of my biography. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Dan McLaughlin story. <laughs> oh, sorry, I've said your full name. Oh God, it's, it literally okay. comes it's up actually like, on, on the, the screen. screen. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, you, you very much have the power to change that. Ah, oh, I know. But... I forgot that. The, the, the best thing is when people Actually, try searching for me, they won't be able to spell the, my surname. Uh, so the way the uh, the way the overlay <laughs> is done, actually, it cuts off Duncan and uh, Dan's. So yeah. you're fine. Yeah, your anonymity is give, preserved. Give my full name, Dan McLaughlin. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know. Whatever. That. Yeah. No, I can. I can apparently rename. <laughs> I can rename myself to my Instagram tag. Who the fuck knew? <laughs> I mean, how amazing is oh, that? Oh, technology. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So tr- I think they'd move to eBay as well. I think that's the other thing yeah. that would happen. Yeah. Tom, then. Last question. 
Okay, so it's a big plot hole, and it's one that I think we should put to bed forever. So Ocean's Eleven, widely regarded to be one uh, the remake, obviously with Clooney et al. Mm-hmm. Um, is, Razzle, widely re- is widely regarded to be <laughs> yeah, boom baby. Um, is widely regarded to be uh, you know one of the most complex films to follow. Um, you know, it's very complicated. Their whole plan is very complicated, but there is one great big plot hole which is uh, the fake SWAT team mm-hmm. that arrive, obviously, which is Rusty and the rest of the crew. Um, they're the ones that swap out the money with the fake money. Mm. But none of them are carrying bags when they go in. So where's all the money come from? Their pants. Where did, where did the bags so They've got those like black holdalls, haven't they? So are they not carrying them? I thought they they're in? carrying them when they go in. When they no, when they go in and they come, they climb up the lift shaft and everything like that. Mm. None of them have. I mean, and there are loads of black holdalls left there. That none of them have them. Are you sure? I mm. swear they've got them when they come in. Because I well, swear they they're saying they come they're, in, but they're, you never yeah. see them carry them in. You see, there's like a flashback when Rusty's yeah. on the phone to the casino owner guy. Mm. Um, they it they sort only of cuts they only... back to them walking in carrying the carrying the bags. But yeah, when you initially see them, I don't think you do. Nope. Do you know what this brings up though? I what? could I could really watch Ocean's Eleven right now. I've watched it again recently. It is really good. It's the most. I, re- I must have seen it at hundreds. It's the most rewatchable film ever. It's just effortlessly enjoyable. I don't need to because I rewatched the Rick and Morty heist <laughs> episode, so I just know all heist movies. I've are. just started that one. That's that's the episode I'm on. But yeah, like the overly long, overly um, complicated heist me. I watched Ocean's Eight the other day. It's pretty good. I still haven't seen that. I need to see that. But it's good. It's not. It's not Ocean's Eleven, but it's it's good. It's better oh. than Ocean's Twelve. Everything's better than Ocean's Twelve, though. That yeah. film uh, is bad. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones is yeah. better than Ocean's Twelve. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker is not. No, Rise of Skywalker is not because it's shit. The Rise of Skywalker is a shit film. <laughs> and if you it's had that on film. your bingo card, yeah, it must be house. House. Do <laughs> yep. we haven't? Anyway, I haven't mentioned Resi Four. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I didn't know they didn't have them on the way in. I need to watch that film again, basically. Yeah, I, know, I now have to go and watch Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, I went to see that film like five times at the cinema. We went as a group. We did. That was one of the times. Russ, went... if you do watch it again, good luck following the plot. I found it very complex. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're mainly watching bags. Yeah, the whole film. It's not Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. It's important. I'm just going to follow that back. Yeah, it's got an X on it. I, they, they, they must want me to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no wonder the confu- casino owner's confused because I'm confused myself. Mm-hmm. So it totally makes sense. Terry Benedict, that's his name, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But there we go. Um, one late question to uh, addition <laughs> we have mm-hmm. here. Uh, from Nicola again, uh, how did Austin Powers not notice he married a fembot? Were her boobs not rock hard since they were actual guns? Well, the thing that most amuses me about that whole scene is like, yeah. well, Basil, you're never going to believe it. Vanessa was a fembot. And he goes, yeah, well, sadly, we knew all along. I suggest you just like, don't worry about all of that. And that goes for you at home as well. Yes. <laughs> Um, just advances in sex doll technology. I, I, yeah, I mean, she's, she's a pretty yeah. advanced fembot, isn't she? Yeah. I just imagined that 
it was um, that he just didn't care. Like, he was more focused on other things. So, like, maybe he thought it was a modern thing that, that boobs were meant to be like that. <laughs> well, know. she actually even makes that point, doesn't she? Where it's, uh, he, she, uh, he goes, machine gun jubblies, how did I miss those? Mm. She goes, I think it's called foreplay. So, basically, I think he's not a very attentive lover. Mm. <laughs> Never really gave himself the opportunity <laughs> to work it out. Uh, so, yeah. Also, I don't think Elizabeth Hurley wanted to be in the second film, so they just had to find a MacGuffin way of getting her out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have her explode. <laughs> I, I, do you know, I, I, I look back at that film, and this might be controversial. It's not very funny. What? Austin Powers? Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. It's a man, baby. That's not <laughs> funny. Where is the joke there? It's like Big Bang Theory. There's no fucking jokes in it. It's not funny. Oh, I think Big Bang Theory. There are funny bits in Big Bang Theory, sorry. I didn't say anything. I said I think it gets a bad rap because some of the early series were actually quite funny. No, they weren't. Oh, come on. There were some some amusing bits. Before the characters became complete caricatures, there were some funny bits in the first. I'll tell you the lesson I learned that is if you really like a girl, if you just keep badgering her, eventually she'll go out with you. Oh, yeah. Like, it's got some severe problems. Mm. And, like, the way when a woman goes into the comic shop, like everyone's brains shut down. Yeah. Whereas that's only actually accurate if it happens in a games workshop. <laughs> that is but, true. Uh, you know, I mean, by the end, it was it was pretty formulaic and, and ridiculous by the end, but there were some amusing bits at the start. But anyway, that misses the point. Austin Powers 1 and 3 have got some fairly funny... They're pretty good. I think 3's all right. I think... I Reversing think, yeah. in the corridor... Come yeah, on. I have I've referenced that so many times in video games where I've got mm. stuck in something. It's the, it's my go-to. Yeah. So well, the whole unfreezing hmm. process is excellent. Yeah. As well. The yeah, hand okay, up against the wall well. when he's yeah. having the massive piss. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's funny. But uh, just a lot of it's not very funny. A lot of it's just like him saying stuff in a funny I'm, accent. I'm also pretty sure around about that time because we were going into sixth form, we all wanted uh, a velvet uh, blazer jacket. I'll do one better than you. I had four yeah, of them. Several. Yeah. You, you were the velvet jacket guy around yeah, town. That's yeah. that. I, and can we just? Point I'm just a velvet jacket guy. That yeah. Dan's love of velvet has continued even to this day. <laughs> hmm. Just look at the backdrop <laughs> behind. He's moved on to velour. He is the velour fog. <laughs> the velour fog. Isn't that? Isn't that what Zach, Zach Brannigan calls himself when he's doing the doing? spoken word renditions of um, <laughs> Lola. <laughs> they call me the Velour Fog. <laughs> we need to do an episode on Futurama. We do. Just well, like, I, think, I, need, I need to watch the, like, the last two series of it. I've still not it, seen it, of it. It holds up. It's really good. It's well worth a watch. But I, I think, I think maybe we should do a whole Love Letters episode on Futurama at some point. Because yeah, it is definitely. excellent. So, Excellent. Yeah. Well, enough life admin. How what are we doing? Have we got another one? Another couple That's of questions? That's it. Or, That's or all I've done? got. Unless anyone wants to do one more quick round. Uh, I did. I do have a very short question because I couldn't think of anything Go and I was running out of ideas. Best horse. <laughs> uh, the lovely one. Good. Well, that's, a, that's a good choice. Two more answers, please. Roach. Yeah. Uh, Black Beauty for the theme nice. song. Nice. I was going to go for uh, Shadow Facts or the one in True Lies. 
Um, that's a good horse. Um, does the Mandalorian use teacup on his ar- armor? <laughs> get it so shiny and get the scratches out. It's not really shiny, is it? It's a bit of a dull luster to it. Hmm. Yeah, okay, but this still. He's not like teacup. chromed up. He's not walking around like with a perfect mirror finish on him, is he? Hmm. That'd be distracting. Uh, okay, I've got a quick one then. Uh, the Ninja Turtles are they living in shit? <laughs> Probably yes, in the sewer. Yeah, and exactly. Basically, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this it's is like... a fat bird blocking everything. Can can I can I get what a lovely note to finish on? Can I sneak one more in? Which is yeah, a revis- don't, do, don't do that face again, and you can. Yeah. Can I sneak one more in? Can I sneak one more? Which can is... I sneak this in? That's yeah. definitely a grooming down. Can I sneak this in, please? <laughs> um, That's can... definitely not that. That's that. Uh, um. 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 So, uh, revisiting one of our first ever questions, we said, "Would the millennial would millennials struggle to be planeteers?" Mm. My new one is: Would Gen Z or Z be really good at being planeteers? Because they seem to be kind of quite good at this. Like, it's Gen Z. It's the people current, younger yeah, than us. Generation yeah. after that. After yeah. us. Are we millennials? Yes. yes. Technically. Uh, we're just millennials. We yes. like scrape. It's like the cusp of Gen X, and that's, well, that's the, word, the, cool the word one. millennials originally referred to people who turned eighteen in the year two thousand. Hence, yeah. millennials. Did it? All oh, right. Okay. Yeah, mm. yeah Gen Z would. Mm, yeah, probably make quite good. There'd be a lot of hearts. Yeah, it would be all too hearts, many of them it? would yeah. try and save dolphins. <laughs> I think. I think the funny thing is, I think you're right. I think. I think they would just be. They would be. They'd be too good at it. Think hmm. it would, it I don't would... think they'd need Captain Planet. No, as well because he's be, not real. No, but that would be a problem because the TV series would be, you know, be the spin-off, wouldn't it? It would just be the Planeteers. Hmm. The Planeteers have already sorted it. Captain Planet th- is too think, late. I think Gen Z are pretty good at getting shit done. So, like, yeah, just put them in charge of being Planeteers. But, yeah, some some of Gen Z probably aren't though. No, but the no, ones great. the ones you'd hire as planeteers would be. Oh, mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Yeah. So you're in charge of all this this youthful team of planeteers, are you? I don't think that's a good idea. No, no, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. It wasn't a Dave Lee Travis joke. <laughs> Which yeah. Gen Zs are you thinking? Are you mainly thinking of Greta? No, yeah, well, that's a perfect example, yeah. She would be a planeteer, wouldn't she? Hmm. I mean, then you're looking at basically Chris Packham being Captain Planet. (laughs) He basically is, isn't he? That's a good one, man. Actually, kind of looks like him. I think that'd be good. I think, I think, yeah. So you get like, um, she would be. What would she be? Heart. No, she. So she'd be water. She did sail around to 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 America. Maybe she would be heart, but I don't know. I like her quite a lot. I think she's hilarious. And yeah. Well, that's a perfect example of someone that's that's got up off their ass and done something. So, like, just get another. And she actually she doesn't really like doing public speaking or anything, but she just does it because she knows it's right. What if? What would you know? If we were like the sort of the reject, mm. is Marcus Rashford Gen Z then? It's fine, Duncan. I mean, I'd ask the question, but I I wasn't sorry. Expecting. Sorry, Tom. Anyone. I missed you. Sorry. It's fine. Sorry. It's fine. Just yeah. Spank me later. Okay, right. One of you talk. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Tom's going Tom. For it. Okay, I'll tell. Just Tom. If we if we were the re if if 
if these like Gen Z are the the actual like you know Earth, Fire, Wind, Water, and Heart, but we were like the rejects from the previous generation, what would you be? You know, and it can be. I mean, I'd be Fudge because <laughs> I can just sit down on the couch, watch telly, and eat Fudge, and that that's my thing. Just I want everyone to be happy and just like Fudge. So what would you be, Dan? Me. Um... I I mean I mean look at me just milky Carol ways Decker. yeah <laughs> milky ways yeah. it doesn't all Carol have to be Decker <laughs> Carol double decker yeah double Carol decker double. it does it doesn't all have to be you know confectionery based <laughs> okay uh, well I I just assumed um I would be then versions of sunlight um drizzle <laughs> IMDb. <laughs> IMDb, nice. Yeah, there you go. Duncan, what about you? Seaweed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Dun- like... Duncan would actually be a planeteer. Oh, like... it'd be water. Like, come on, I'm. that is what I'm striving for. No, but you're a is reject, that... so you'd be kelp. You know, <laughs> or something. Kelp's a bit sexy at the moment. People are wanting to do I... stuff with it. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> wrapping it in seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> It is. Um, That's when I feel I'm, my if, most sexually charged. If I was covered in slimy green leaves, I don't really want to say it would be stagnant pond, but I would probably be um, a washed up, uh, washed up pile of kelp, seaweed, like the mix, you know, Beautiful. the stinky stuff. Probably, I'd probably be washed up over because it stinks to That's high heaven. Over everybody. <laughs> Ulva, okay. U-L-V-A. And I deliberately said Ulva because Emma finds it hilarious. There you okay. go. And Russ, plug. And it sounds a bit like <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably just be like, to-do list. I'd have this sort of <laughs> list of really good things that I just never quite have time to get around to doing. I was hoping you would be like adapter or something. <laughs> just plain just simple. Two-pin adapter. Plug fucker. Yeah, plug. <laughs> And be, actually, I tell you what, I would be missing. I, I, just don't see, I just don't see how my hobbies would go. Would actually be much benefit to the world. <laughs> no, mine, mine wouldn't either. Do you, do you remember that bit in in Always Sunny when they're doing Charlie's dating profile? Magnets. Go, what about your hobbies? <laughs> magnets. It's yours, plugs. <laughs> and if you had Always Sunny uh, on your bingo card, no, I've mentioned Always Sunny. Yeah. Mm. You uh, know what we also okay. haven't done? Just quickly. What? We haven't done an Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode yet either. This no, life that's admin, true. Life admin, life life admin, life yeah. admin we are show. we are approaching an hour and a half of this okay, well, solid let's, gold. Let's wrap. Let's wrap <laughs> this it's solid something. <laughs> let's uh, let's wrap this beauty up and remember when we have to stop talking and when we have to start. <laughs> so, thank you very much for listening slash watching. If you were watching on the live stream, thank you ever so much for all your comments, for all the chat, for all of the questions that you've sent in. Uh, thanks very much for listening thanks very much for watching um, if you want to hit us up don't forget to check out our YouTube channel if you're on it already just search for TMTOOH on YouTube and you will find us just look for the gamepad in the purple background um, if you want to hit us up on Facebook Instagram or Twitter the handle is at TMTOOH our sister pod Theatrical Cut is also out and about you can find them on Instagram and you can find them on Facebook their handle is at Theatrical Cut Pod And it's time for me to say goodbye, Duncan. Goodbye, Tom. Goodbye, Russ. Toodles. Goodbye, Dan. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) And on that note, let's cue the music.